Flip to Freedom, episode number 35. Hey there, it's Sean Terry from the Flip to Freedom podcast, and we are on episode number 35. Hope you're having a great 2011 so far, and if you're brand new listening to this podcast, I am here to help you escape the 9 to 5 and live the lifestyle of your dreams by learning how you can make an absolute fortune flipping properties in your spare time, even if you have no cash, no credit, and no experience. Now, I wrote for you a book. It's a 129-page book um, on exactly how to quit your job in 19 weeks or less. Um, And you can get that at flip, the number two, freedom.com. That's flip to freedom.com. Now, the whole podcast is about escaping the nine to five. So how the heck do you do that? Well, uh, if you go back and listen to uh, the 34 episodes that we have, the entire premise is to get one year's worth of your income in the bank as fast as humanly possible. So then you'll have the option to be able to quit your job. So think about it. What if you are making $50,000 a year and you're working this brain damaged job like we all used to, right? And uh, and you go out and you start flipping properties in your spare time. You find motivated sellers and you match them with cash buyers. Uh, and then you get a $5,000 check here and a $10,000 check there and a $6,000 check there. And you accumulate one year's worth of income and you get it in the bank as fast as possible. Now that $50,000 cash in the bank, well, guess what? Now you have options. Now you can say, you know what? I can go out and do this potentially full-time if you want to. You can sit down with your family and decide if that's right for you or not. But imagine the day, imagine the day that you make that decision you have confidence that you have uh, something to do, of course, <laughs> flipping properties full time. Um, and then you go in and you walk into your boss and you tell him, here's my two week resignation. Now, think about that. Think about that day when you don't have to go to work the next day. What would you do with your time? What would you do? I don't know. I mean, you think about it. You, you, you'd, you know, you maybe wake up, you go to the gym, you'd uh, you maybe hang out for the day, maybe just take the day off and play golf. I don't know. But uh, but the, the beauty about it is you would have the option to do what you want to do. And I can tell you the lifestyle of a real estate investor, just the freedom alone is, uh, is unbelievable. And it doesn't take a ton of cash to have an unbelievable lifestyle of having freedom. Think about it. If you're making fifty dollars to $100,000, $200,000 a year, just flipping properties in your spare time, uh, and uh, imagine you can wake up and do what you want to do when you want to do it. If you want to take off to the beach, you can go do that. If you want to take a take a family trip, you can do that. You can get yourself out of debt with no more stress. Uh, it's an unbelievable feeling to be able to uh, to accomplish that. And I can tell you in real estate, right now is the time. Now is the time to get involved in real estate. Why? Because think about it. We're marketing for motivated sellers. I mean, all you got to do is read the newspaper and everybody knows that the market is in, in uh, a, a massive depression. Why would people get involved in real estate? Well, motivated sellers know that. They read the same papers you and I do and watch the same TVs that you and I do. So they know it's a bad market. And guess what? You can tie up deals uh, that are unbelievable, smoking deals. And see, this is the thing. Smart money 
is putting their money into real estate right now. There are tons and tons of cash buyers flooding into this market looking for properties that are below market. They can either fix and flip or they can use for rental purposes. They get Canadian investors, especially here in Phoenix, flying in and they're just scooping up, you know, 15, 20 properties at a time looking for smoking deals. So if you're that person, that's able to market for the motivated seller, tie it up under a contract, no cash, no credit, no experience. No one's going to pull your credit. No one's going to you know, ask you for any cash. You, know, you don't have to use earnest money. 99% of the deals I do, I don't even use earnest money. Um, and you don't need experience doing it, right? And then you can turn around and you can take that contract and either assign it or do a double escrow to a cash buyer that's looking for a smoking deal. Um, you can close it through a title company and then you'll get a check for that. So that's what this program is about. The program is about and the podcast is about. And, and, uh, and I uh, try to give explicit detail on exactly how to do it from step by step by step. Now, in this particular podcast, um, we are uh, going to talk to Marcellus Heath. Um, and this is actually a case study interview we did on our, on our coaching call for the Flip2 Freedom Academy. And, um, and he has a great compelling story because, see, he lived in Boston, Massachusetts, and then moved to Maine, a complete different city. He didn't know the area. He didn't know what, uh, what, what, what was a good part of the market, what was a bad part of the market. He didn't have investors lined up. He didn't have a network investors. He didn't have a buyer's list. He didn't have anything. He pretty much moved to Maine and... Basically, he took my information from the podcast. He became a Flip2 Freedom Academy member. He read my book and applied the information um, because he wanted to, uh, uh, you know, right now he's, he's a stay-at-home mom. His, uh, his wife, um, they moved up to Maine because of uh, medical school because she got accepted to a, uh, a great medical school up there. But um, he moved up there taking care of the kids and doing this on a part-time basis. Had limited, limited funds. Um, went out and put bandit signs out. Um, on the weekends and his story that he's going to tell is just unbelievable. Um, he went out and made $5,000 in his very first month in a brand new market, not knowing anyone with limited, limited cash, no connections with any type of cash buyers and made $5,000 in his first month. He's going to tell you exactly how he did it. It's a great, great story. I know you're going to love it. So without further ado, Let's dive in to Marcellus Heath, and he is going to reveal how he went out, use the information from the Flip to Freedom Academy and the podcast and the book, and make $5,000 in his very first month. All right, Marcellus, let's start with you. Okay. Marcellus Heath, the man. All right. Well, let's let's first off. Um, this is a case study here, and we can uh, dissect what you did, and uh, and then uh, go from there. So, first off, what's your experience in real estate? Um, only background I have in real estate is basically taking a real estate course in Massachusetts, and um, passing the test. Other than that, I have just maybe a couple weeks in a real estate office, which I really didn't dig, but that's it. But I, I have no real, real um, expansion on real estate. Now, do you own a house or do you rent? Um, renting a condo. I owned a house, but we sold it. Okay, cool. 
Cool, cool. And what do you do for uh, what do you do for a living? What's your job? Um, right now, I'm, I'm substitute teaching. Um, my, cool. my wife is in my wife is in medical school, so I'm um, I'm pretty much Mr. Mom. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Gotta yeah. love it. How many kids I'm, you have? Um, I have two children. Two children. My my son Jaden and my daughter Kaya, five and eight. Awesome. Awesome. So what? So what makes you want to get into real estate investing? Um, the thing that attracted me to real estate investing was um, basically the the freedom to to determine my own wealth and just the freedom of life and, and being able to call my own shots. Um, yeah. Before I worked the nine to five um, with a professional team and the hours that were sucked into that basically just kind of woke me up and just made me realize that, you know, I wanted to, to get out on my own and, and take my own shot and just um, give myself more flexibility and, and to be able to have a better quality of life. Right. Right. That's awesome. Now, um, now when you, when you started looking, you know, online and started trying to do research and trying to figure out, you know, what path you wanted to pick, uh, why did you, why did you happen to pick like wholesaling for stuff? Do you know about wholesaling, or do you figure that you had to have you know, cash and credit and stuff? Or, um, well, when I was doing the research, I, I came across all types of different programs. Um, just you know, reading up on this, reading up on that, and wholesale just wholesaling just seemed to be the um, the less risk and, and just the smartest way to go. I mean. You could profit on a property without having to put yourself in a um, liable situation, um, and do it at a a, a low financial um, risk. Um, so that that right. that's what made me choose it. Um, I I really didn't know. I've I've heard I heard about wholesaling maybe a couple years ago, but I mean right. I was just new to just even looking into real estate investing, but. I mean, this summer when I really just started looking at it, um, wholesaling was just seemed seemed to make sense for my situation. Right, right. Okay, cool. Now, um, when you start getting the whole, how, how did you find like flip the freedom? How did you how did you like fall into that? Um, that's kind of funny. I was um I was looking at um other people's sites. I think I came across Flip the Freedom. Well, yeah, I came across Flip the Freedom on Facebook. And um, at, at, at first I thought it was just like a real estate investment company. And I think I, I clicked on you and, and a couple um, interviews from YouTube, people were commenting and saying things. And I, I connected through one of your links on your, on your site, on your Facebook site. Okay. And um, after I was, after I saw your um, your your the introduction to your ebook, I quickly um, ordered the ebook, and um, I've been hooked. Well, order order for free, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, put your put your name in there and or email in there actually. Uh, yeah, I was I, at first at first um, my first initial thought was like, oh, this is for free. Oh, uh, this this can't be that good, but it was. When when I got, it, I was like, this 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 guy looks like he's he's the real deal. But let me see what he's what's really going on in his ebook. 
or what is your material got your material and I believe it's probably was yeah, I, I know it was the most thorough information that I've ever read when it comes to an ebook and I've paid for ebooks previously in the past and this one was free. I'm like, okay. Something something gives here. This this guy really is, is on his on his has some quality material here and it was for free. And so I was yeah. basically just just hooked ever ever since then and just been trying to trying to find my you know, trying to follow you and absorb as much information as I could from the from the um website at that point. Because right, I, I don't right. think I, I, I had even discovered the podcast at that point. Really? So huh. no not at that point, but um cool. after then. So so, so now point. you now you read the book and, and in the book obviously uh you know and if you want to get the book of course you can go to flip the number two freedom dot com and get that and uh and you can download it. But for for people that um you know, that are listening to this right now and they are listening to your case study and you read the book and you went through information. We talk about marketing, which is we're talking about marketing for motivated sellers. Um and how did you pick because I know you did your first deal off of banded signs. How did you pick banded signs other than like direct mail or something or like Google or something like that? Um well banded signs were were basically the um I have to go back to this again. It was basically the the um, more economical way to go for my right. circumstance, just because um, I just re- relocated to the area, and I was I was just low in funds. So now, now where are you? In, you're in Maine, right? I'm in Maine. I just recently moved here in August 15th from um, Boston, Massachusetts. Gotcha. Okay. So why, at that, why the heck did you pick Maine? Well, my basically the the my wife um, was accepted to medical school here. Gotcha. So, um, you can't you can't you don't really have too many choices if if one medical school picks you, you just got to go where 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 it takes you. And um, I gotcha. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, hey, look look how good a husband you are going out there going with your wife. That, that's awesome. I I, I commend you on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it definitely wasn't my first place to go because I was I was kind of apprehensive and kind of discouraged when I found out we were coming to Maine. I, I wanted to stay in Boston and do the the wholesale thing because right. I was really skeptical about this area, but right. I found out that you can do it anywhere. Gotcha. That's yeah, that, that that's awesome. You know, a lot of people ask that. They go, you know, can you actually flip properties in other than you know Phoenix, Arizona, and other places? And you know, this is uh, definitely true. I mean, I I've talked and worked with people all across the country, and uh, and you know, wholesaling properties, flipping properties. There's cash buyers everywhere, and they're always looking for good deals, irregardless of what the market you know market bears. So okay, now back to your banded signs. So you went out and you got uh, a bunch of banded signs now. Those are – it's not easy putting out bandit signs, is it? No, it's not. But, but um, <laughs> when you – Especially when you're solo because you go, you got to go through the different stages. you got to take the signs out. you got to write – put the, um, the, the, the wording on each sign. Then you have yeah. to stick them on each T, T stage. Yeah. And then you gotta load them up, and you know they they, they kind of rip up your hands. So you gotta you gotta buy some um some some heavy duty gloves from from um Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, it, but, um, it's funny, you know, abandoned signs. I mean, um, they are they are they work like crazy, which is amazing. Um, yeah. and, and and you get a, a a different type of motivated seller that that calls off these off these little bandit signs. 
Um, but um, but they are. It's it's not a it's not a cakewalk, you know, for sure. But you know, you know, making you know five thousand to ten thousand, fifteen thousand. I mean, think about what someone would have to do, you know, to make that type of money. Anyways, we'd have to deal with a boss here. You can put out some, you know, fifty to a hundred to two hundred pound signs a month or whatever, and uh, yeah. and then you know potentially get some results off that, which is great. Now, obviously, pound signs isn't the only method of marketing. There's yellow letters. There's you know, and stuff where, you know, people just call them and you can call them back and, and screen them. But so you, you, you stuck out some banded signs and if someone called you, how did you know that they were a motivated seller? Um, from the way the guy, when I, when I, when I, when I basically returned his phone call, he called me on my um, voicemail. I called yeah. him back and, um, I, I asked him, you know, you left a you left a message on my my voicemail in regards to one of my banner signs on the side of the road. He basically just 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 flat out said, "Look, I'm a motivated seller. I saw your sign on the side of the road. I knew it's someone." He said, "He said I'm a motivated seller." Yeah, he, he's like, "I'm gonna just tell you right now, I'm a motivated seller." <laughs> he flat out told me, and then my my heart just dropped because I mean he just. I mean, I really didn't have to say much after that. I'm like, okay, let's go through the questionnaire, okay? And um, you know, is, isn't it? Like, I, I say in my podcast sometimes, I said, you know, you can't screw up a motivated seller because I mean, they'll literally just tee it up for you if you're willing to. Yeah. If you, if you put enough marketing out, put enough, uh, they'll, they'll just tee up the property for you. I, I mean, those are the laydown. That's the low hanging fruit. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the, the the guy went out of his way to make to make sure that I understood what he was saying. He said it about five times before we got off the phone. He's like, Marcellus, I mean, whatever we have to do to make this deal work, I need to get out of this situation. I'm a motivated seller. I've been I was in the in the sales business, and I understand how things work. I understand that you're in the business to make money, and that um, you know you're an investor, so you're not gonna pay you know outlandish price for it. But then again, I just can't give the thing away either. But at that point, I knew he was really motivated. So whatever he said after that, I was gonna get over there. Yeah. So you know. so, so you're on the phone. He took down his information, and and how quick did you get over the house? Well, actually, it took me. I I, I made a date for, with this guy. I, I went over to the house maybe the next day. Instead of, I think I talked to him that the night before, and I went over the the next afternoon, right. um, and basically um, went through the house. Um, now, how how was the how was the condition? The condition of the house um, was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what, it wasn't it wasn't her. It wasn't an ugly house at all. The back deck, the exterior of the house was in pretty doggone good shape. Um, the on, only issues with the inside of the house that it needed some a lot of updating. Um, the kitchen floor, um, the, the family. It's a, it's a it's a split ranch house, so right. the downstairs area needed some um, revamping. Some of those floors need to come up, but it, it's right. not bad condition. Not so, so it wasn't it wasn't completely trash. Now, now now let me back up before I jump into the uh you know the house and the stuff. When when you're in your car, now what did you have with you? You had your I'm sure you had your contract right, and you had some comps, or what'd you have with you? Well, and the 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 way that I went I went about getting the house was I remember um having um a talk with you before and yeah. when I signed the deal 
I wasn't as as confident in regards to contracts. That for some reason that just right. that just had me my had my stomach and I was just nervous about it. So the way okay. that I teed up. So 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 so, so when you when when you're going into the whole situation, you were so you were really nervous. You know, meeting the seller, signing the you know, doing that whole process was that pretty intimidating? Because I know when I know when I remember. You know, you hear my story when I, I, you know, I, I, you know, first I had, I knocked on motivated sellers' doors, right? And I knocked on right. closure doors, you know, but I remember the first contract when I, I had, a, I went to Staples and I got the contract and, and I went out to my first one. I mean, I was literally just, my palms were sweaty, my mouth was dry, you know, my heart was beating, you know, and I, I didn't know what to say. I was just walking from the house and looked good and, and and uh, and and have to get a price. So was it? Was, did you have that type of fear? That's exact. I mean, that's exactly what I had. Just because I knew, I knew it was it was. I felt that it was a home run deal that I was gonna get the deal. Yeah. But so I you just, knew in your I, gut, right? Yeah, I knew in my gut I was gonna get the deal. But for some reason, I just didn't want to mess it up. And and some something inside yeah. me just said, just don't mess this up. You know what I mean? And I ju- I just had that intimidation factor when it came to the contracts, just because I wasn't di- didn't understand exactly how to go about the contract situation. Of so it. so so now you've been through the whole process. Do you think that's the most intimidating thing for you of of actually meeting the seller face to face with a contract is in in having to negotiate a number, or is it is it like um, you know what, what do you think that the the biggest fearful thing for you? Is it that whole contract thing and meeting them or what? Um, yeah, the 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 big and the biggest intimidating thing was was before I I physically met him face to face, just not knowing on how we're gonna approach um, coming across the numbers. You know, I did the whole walkthrough thing, looked at looked at the um, look at the house, looked at in the interior and was trying to pay attention to his mannerisms and the way right. that he was he was acting and and just just trying to feel things out, feel out the environment and just feel out his um his aura. So and after coming to a certain position, as nervous as I was, I mean, I just got down to the point and just said, you know, right. what would you you know what would you what what would what what's the number to make this deal work? And I and I just remember listening to your to your podcast and reading what what you had said, and I was just you know I was listening to that on the way over, and I just remember <laughs> you know you use use that line. I'm good. Whatever I do, I'm going to use that line. What's the number <laughs> that's, that's going to work for you? Just right. just so I could see what he was talking about. I I had the the comps, and I knew what what area I was looking for. I was initially looking for 140. Mm-hmm. So, and I knew that's the ballpark that I was going to work around. And if it got too out of control, I right. knew I was going to walk. Right. Right. So, so now that you, now that you actually did that and you overcame that fear, you went to the house, you met with him, you got it on contract, sold it, made a profit now. Um, would you, did you think the next one would be easier? Oh, Definitely. Definitely. I mean, after the, even after the deal, um, I even find it, I have a lot more confidence in talking with people on the phone 
um, really? when they when they when they respond to either of my either my letters or my band science. Wow. Um, so it, so, it just so gives you have, a little more confidence. So so that, so that changed you. So I mean, so that that completely. So there are so many people that I know that that have that fear, and it's it, what, what was the real fear? What, I mean, what 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 could you do? It it could screw up the deal, but that happens. You know, you're not dying, right? You know, right. they could tell you to get out of the house and yell at you, but still you're not dying, right? So, right. you know, you know, he could, he, you know, you could get the deal under contract and then couldn't sell it, but, you know, you're not dying, right? You know, so, right. you know, so you look <laughs> at all these, you know, you, you look, people put these, they, they project all these fearful things of what the worst case scenario could happen. They play it through their mind over and over and over again, and then they, they just shut down and stop and you know, and uh, you know, one thing in the Marine Corps, you know, I mean, you can't do that. I mean, the thing is, in the Marine Corps, when you go to war, guess what? It got dying, you know? So when you're projecting stuff in your head, you're projecting a bullet going through your, you know? Whereas Correct. here, you're just going to talk. So when, when it came for me of, like, talking to motivated sellers, I was just like, well, hey, it's not a bullet. It's not going to kill me, you know? So <laughs> it, it gives you kind of a different perspective on those uh, But the, the beautiful thing about it is you went and you did it. You seized it, you seized that fear, and then you went out and you uh, and, uh, got the contract and accomplished it. So now, so now you negotiated. How was it when you're, you, know, you went through the whole thing, and then you sold the property you know, to a guy that helped you out through the whole thing, and, uh, and what, what made him want to buy that house? Was it for buy and hold? Was it for fix and flip? Um, it was for a, um, a fix and flip. Um, the really? guy that I that I sold the house to is a, is a rehabber. Um, he's also a real estate investor and he knows that, that market really well. Um, the area where I got the house is a, is a great area and the price that I got it at was, was a great catch. So he, he was really, he was really, he was really impressed by the tenacity that I was going at it and the way that I was marketing by getting, by even landing a seller like that. And he was asking me, "How the heck did I get that deal?" And I just told him, "My, my man, my 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 coach taught me how to do it, do it, do it like this." I mean, I guess you guys really never seen it in Maine like that, but that's how my coach taught me how to do it. So, <laughs> I, I'll give so, wait, you that. So, so, how did you how did you find this cash buyer? Well, I did um, basically. Did some network. I went to the, the the local real estate investment meeting, met some guys through there, and one of those guys gave me his number and told me that he was a um he was a rehabber and he was a real estate investor also, so he might have other connections. So we had yep. formed the relationship just through the networking process. And when I found the deal, I knew this guy would be, you know, at top of my list to to, to call because I knew that he had a lot of um lot of um cash buyers or a lot of hard money and private money lenders. Right, right. Well that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm so I mean he's probably excited that he met someone like you that's out there marketing for the sellers to, to tee up properties that you know that he I'm sure be happy to buy more, you know, on you know, unless there's two feet of snow up there in Maine, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, well, well, fix a flip and snow or what? Well yeah, he's he he's actually basically, you know, trying to get leads off of the off of things that, you know, don't really work out well for me, but I can just pass on, on those things for him and I'll just get a referral fee or something from that. So I mean he's he's actually glad that that, that we did connect. 
So I think the relationship, you know, works works mutually both ways in in that sense. That's awesome. All right. So then, uh, so so basically, you 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 took him to escrow. Um, well, actually, you think I think he just assigned the contract to the guy, right? So and then he did. Did he? Did you actually open up escrow on the property and do a title search and all that stuff? No, he just took he just took it over, and he just paid he so, just paid me cash. He just paid me cash out of his pocket. That's awesome. So so he did, and, and I've done I've done hundreds of those type of deals where it's it's a simple assignment. Um, I usually get a title report on the property, just make sure that obviously the title's clean. Um, but then I just uh, you know let them know that the title's clean, and then uh, and then do a simple assignment. And I've done assignments from you know five thousand to fifteen thousand, you know, just on uh, here because they're they're such good deals. So so you assigned him the contract for how much? Um, five grand. Five thousand. Yeah, five thousand dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Now looking forward, do you see the potential of you know, it's 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 about marketing. It's about finding those motivated sellers. It's about talking to people. But you know, once you get your system in place, can you see that you know it can literally be ramped up to something that uh, could make you a ton of money? Exactly. I mean, the the the, the nights I was going out um, putting out the bandit signs, mm-hmm. um, I just had a I just had a good feeling that something was going to come of it, and I, it 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 only took me. It took me about a month to do it. Um, yeah. listening, to your, listening to your course, you said to go out for one solid month every every weekend, every Saturday for one month, and put yeah. out so many amount of bandit signs. I went out every every Friday night at eleven o'clock, listened to the podcast to keep me hyped up with some Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I put out about about twenty five to thirty five signs every Friday night. Yeah. Um, after my third to fourth week, I got a phone call from this guy. I mean, that's that's, awesome. that's one of one of the many phone calls that I got. So it, it yeah. took me it took me exactly a month to to land the deal. That's basically. awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, well, I'm Thank excited. You. I completely. I, you sent me the email with a check there, and I literally I was in my car, I almost crashed because I was trying to look at my phone and check out your email at the same time. I was like, whoa, jumping up and down. You know, it was, it was awesome. It's good to share. You know, it's good to share with other people too. You know, instead of kind of being in your own little world and stuff, to be able to share it with other people in the academy and, and other people and stuff. So it's uh, right. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Well, definitely want to commend you for uh, doing an unbelievable job with that, and uh, especially in Maine too. Because you know what? You know that's uh, especially you went to a new market. And you literally didn't have a buyer's list, and you have you found a guy that you know through networking, and you know, and uh, and basically found a motivated seller, put the two together. You know, your credit was never run. You, you know, you didn't have it didn't take any cash, but except for the marketing, you know, and uh, and then to go out and turn that into five thousand dollars is just you know it's an awesome story. You know, it's an awesome, awesome story. I think I think it's probably one of the, it's, it's probably the smoothest. The smoothest um, five thousand and easiest five grand I probably made really? <laughs> ever, ever. Just just because I mean, you're going out on a Friday night, listen to the radio, listen to to the Red Sox, or just chilling, just riding around, putting out signs. You get a really? phone call, you you get a great a phone call, and you put somebody you connect with somebody else, and then all of a sudden it's a deal that you know. That wasn't there before you were putting out signs. So, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, in a, in a way, when you really look at it, it's pretty, 
it, it's simple in theory. So, I mean, it, it, yeah, it is. And it, it is simple in theory, you know. And I, I would say, I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this business. All it comes down to is, I mean, think about it. Imagine if you put out a thousand signs a month. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or imagine if you sent out, you know, it's five thousand letters a month. Or imagine, imagine it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, right. uh, you know, and I don't know if there's, I mean, I don't know what the size of your market is there or the size of. Uh, the amount of cash buyers there looking for potential deals and stuff. But, you know, not only can you do it in that market, but you can do it virtually in other markets across the country too as well. So, right. Uh, but it's, I mean, I, I would say the most challenging part is just, you know, tr- to keep from talking yourself out of getting in the car and going out and putting out the signs. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. it's just like going to the gym, right? It's like going to the gym and say, oh, man, I want to. It's cold. I don't outside. feel like doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know, when you get back to the gym, man, you feel great. You're sweating. You feel good. You just did a great workout. You know what I'm saying? Thing. That's so good that you accomplished it. You got 25 signs out there. And exactly. uh, let it roll, you know? So. Exactly. So, so that was it. Hey, well, I just want to let you know, congratulations and, uh, and thank you on that. So, hey, so. thank you. Cool, man. Well, I'm gonna, I'm thank gonna you. take. Uh, uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Let's do it again. Let's do, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Again, it's funny because uh, you know, you know, guys, they go, yeah, I got my first deal, high five to five, and I'm, I'm like, you know, for me, it's like, you know, it's just an expected thing. You know what I mean? You know, right. a couple, two, three deals a week. You know, closing and stuff like that. So when it comes to, when it comes to. Uh, you know, you know, people get, oh yeah, I was like, okay, okay, great, let's go get ten more. You know, let's do ten more. Right, right. Let's do thirty more. I mean, I feel kind of addicted to it now. I just want to keep it rolling and just keep experiencing it and just keep improving. So, it's just one of those things. Okay, I've done it one time. Let's see if I can do it again and keep the ball rolling. Thank you so much, Marcellus, for uh, spending the time with us and uh, sharing that uh, incredible story. And I think the the, the takeaway, uh, the big takeaway, I think for me um, out of this is that he was afraid. I mean, he had fear, real fear of what of the unknown and of what was going to happen, you know, walking in, talking to the seller, having a fear of the contract of creating the contract and negotiating the contract or trying to sell the property. So there was a, a fear and that fear was in me. And the fear is in you. The fear is in everybody you know. And people, um, people stop. They, they, they don't, they won't let themselves accomplish things with that fear. That fear will stop them from reaching their goal because see, people have a desire for gain. And see, now the desire for gain could be, oh my gosh, I want the freedom. I want to um, have a nice house. I want to be able to come and go as I please. I want to be able to get into real estate. I want to be able to do whatever. So you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do and live the lifestyle and have have and do and be and all these things. And you're, you're, you're full of excitement in your mind of accomplishing all these great things. And that is the desire for gain. And then there's the fear of loss or the fear of, of, of actually doing that. And that fear in our gut, whether it be talking to a motivated seller, whether it be taking a call or whether it be, um, you know, you know, whatever, uh, wondering if you could sell the property, that fear completely stops us from accomplishing those great things. So what is this fear? Let's analyze it. What is this fear? 
This fear that we're talking about is something in your mind. It's 90% mental because what we do is we take an event in our mind and we project it into the future and try to anticipate what could happen. Now, how stupid is that? We all do it. I do it. Everybody does it. We're going, oh my gosh, I don't, you know, if I go to the motivated seller's house and, you know, and, and what if he knows I, I don't know a lot about contracts and what if I screw up and say the right thing and what if I screw up on the, on the deal and I completely blow it and, you know, what if I do get it under contract and then I can't sell it? People freak out because they're projecting all this. What if I can't do this? What if I can't do that? And what if I can't do this? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. For things to change, you got to change. And the biggest thing you can change is saying, instead of what if I can't do it, saying, what if I can do it? What if I can, you know, go to the house? What if I can get the contract? What if I can get the deal? What if I can sell it? What if I can make $10,000? What if I can get out of my job? What if I can make a fortune? What if I can live a lifestyle that... I only dreamed. See, you can talk yourself into it because it's 90% mental. Because if you can, or if you can't, you're right. So pick what you want. Pick what you want. What do you want to be right? Whatever you think. If you can't or if you can, you're right. So when I look at this, everybody has those fears. And I heard a, a compelling story by Les Brown. And he talked about um, when we get to the point in our life, because see, between where we are today and the end of our life, the only thing in the middle is time. And I know we, you know, we get busy in the rat race and we go to work and we come home and we, you know, we, you know, we we'll play with the kids and get them to bed and wake them up for school and do whatever. We, we got this constant thing going on. And guess what? Next thing you know, it's Saturday. Next thing you know, it's Tuesday. Next thing you know, it's Saturday again. And holy cow. I mean, think about it. How fast did 2010 go? Man, it flew by. 2011 is going to fly by too. But if we don't make a decision and say, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build something for myself. And it, it starts with education. It starts after with education, it starts with action. And you know, I mean, I've seen people that educate themselves to death, but they, you know, they actually do no action. See, I'm the opposite. I am ready, <laughs> fire, and then I aim. That's just, that's just the way I am. And uh, because I believe in massive action, I'll figure it out on the way. So Les Brown told the story about when we get to the end and we're sitting on our deathbed and we think about it. You have, I mean, it's, it's almost like, I mean, I'm 40 years old and I look back when I was 18 or 20, I still had the same brains, same thinking, same all the type of stuff. Obviously I've matured, but you know, the only thing that's changed is my body. What's going to happen too? You're going to be 80 years old, 85 years old, sitting in your deathbed. Your body's going to be old as heck, but your brain's going to be going, wow, I, I got to do stuff. Let's do something, right? That's what your brain's going to be doing. So now you're thinking there, you're laying in this old, decrepit body and dying, and your brain's going, holy cow, I should have done this. I should have went out and overcame that fear 
and gut that contract. I should have marketed for motivated sellers. I sh and, 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 and this is just small time. Yeah, I mean, real estate is such a big thing and real estate is just a, a way to make money. But when you're on your deathbed, I guarantee you're not going to think about you should have marketed for motivated sellers. You're going to think, wow, I should have spent more time with my family. I should have went on vacation uh, more. I should have, you know, uh, been able to go all to all my kids, you know, sporting events and school events and this and that. Those are the regrets we're going to have. And then there's going to be these ghosts of these great ideas, these ghosts of these things that we wanted to accomplish and wanted to do. And our brain, remember, is still gonna be gracing, going, man, I, you know, ah, I can't do it now because I'm done. I'm done, expired. You don't wanna get to that point and have the massive amount of regret that you didn't step up make a decision, get some education, and take some massive action to get a, re a result between now and that time. Because think about it. You could be the other type of person that has literally just squeezed the potential out of every aspect of their life. Like an orange, a pulp. So when you're laying there and you're laying in your deathbed and your body is like, you know, decrepit and old and your brain is going, hey, I did it. I've accomplished so much. I have no regrets. See, the sad thing is, is that we're going to get to that point sooner than you think. And if we don't start right now, right where you stand, right where you are, fire ready aim, then the time is going to slip by. I mean, I look at, I look at, and I'm like, I'm 40 years old. I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe it. My kids are, I got a 12 year old daughter. That's just, you know, blossoming into this unbelievably beautiful young lady. And I got my seven year old that's going to be eight in March. And I look at her and I'm going, holy cow, man, she's a, she's a, a little woman growing. And I look at that of what they've grown and become, but it was like, like a split second. I look back and I was like, you know, it's just okay. Not that long ago, they're just, I was holding them. That's how fast time goes. So if you can't feel the urgency in my voice saying, listen, now is the time, not only for the real estate market, not only for your life, now is the time to make a decision to commit to getting every ounce of potential out of your life. So when you lay there and your mind's racing around like you're 20 years old and your body's ready to go and expired, that your mind can be going, <sighs> you're gonna have a smile of, I did it. I did it. I was with my family. I lived my life. I was a great dad. And I was a, you know, great husband. And I was a great leader in my community. Whatever it is, 
That's one of the reasons I started this podcast, because you know what? To give back. I hope and I pray to God every day that I will impact you in your life in a way that that's the best thing that could ever happen. You know, I mean, I get so many emails and calls from people going, oh my gosh, you know, thank you so much. And, you know, it's, 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 it's incredible, you know, and not to at all say anything about what I'm, cause I'm just an average everyday guy just trying to share with people, um, how they can have an incredible life. And now is the time. Now is the time. If you'd like to learn more, please go to flip2freedom.com. Flip the number 2freedom.com. You can download my free 129-page book. Um, And uh, as I stand right now at the the date, I think it's uh, January 12th, um, January 18th, the Flip 2 Freedom Academy will open shortly for a select few. And I uh, look forward uh, to working with a select few of you. And if I don't, that's okay because I'll still be producing this podcast and you can listen to it. And, uh, and I hope you take this information um, from the podcast and from Marcellus and some of these other people that have, I did, I've done interviews and case studies with and, and share the information and you take it and you run with it. And you run with it and make it something bigger and better than I've ever dreamt. Because the possibility and the potential is out there. If you think you can or if you think you can't,